0: Welcome back, calling Audible fans. It's been quite the Christmas break for us. Trav, do you have a good one?
1: I had a great one. How about you, Greg?
0: Yeah, it wasn't long enough.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll but show I hope that.
0: everyone had a happy holiday and enjoyed spending time with family and friends. It's a new year, new decade, so you know what that means, Trav. New season. Season Got four. Me. So again, welcome back to our fourth season of Calling an Audible, and we'll catch you up on everything that went down since our last episode. But no. But most notably, let's just start off right away at the NCAA Football Championship.
1: Yeah, let's just give a little just, round of applause Joe Burrow. Let's give Joe, Joe Burrow
0: a round of applause, man. That he's, is insane. He's got to be
1: the GOAT. He, he's got to be the GOAT.
0: 60 Five, touchdowns, 6 60 interceptions. 60 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 5,671 yards.
1: And did it, I did it against basically NFL competition all year.
0: Yeah, he. How many top ten teams did he, that guy face this year? Well,
1: he's like the first quarterback, or the LSU was the first team to beat the first, like the top four teams of like the AP poll coming out, or coming into the season, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, yeah, and Clemson.
0: Yeah, he beat all of them. He is one tonight, handedly.
1: None of them were even close. Just handedly beat all of them.
0: Although Oklahoma is by far the biggest, biggest game he had. This what, what
1: was he? He was twenty nine for thirty nine for four hundred ninety three yards and seven touchdowns. I'm pretty sure all seven of them came in the first half.
0: Yeah, and then his stat line against Clemson thirty one for forty nine four hundred sixty three yards, five touchdowns, two to Thaddeus Moss, Randy's son, the real OG.
1: I can't get I can't wrap around sixty touchdowns in one season.
0: I can't get over that. His QBR for that game was ninety seven point five. Well, just all I unreal. Nine point four yards per. Was was the average for per pass, and that's just unreal.
1: Have fun with the Bengals, Joe Burrow.
0: Yeah, have fun. Uh, do you think Do you think he's gonna start right away? or Is he gonna get one year behind the red rifle?
1: I mean, if you're if you're Cincinnati, it's kind of how bad do you want to win? I mean, you're already in a tough division. But now. I'm
0: assuming Andy Dalton's got a year or two left oh, on his contract, yeah. like and they're not gonna. Well, he probably would cut him. I could see that, but I don't know. I mean, do you, tr- you They're almost trade bait, kind of like the Ryan Tannehill situation. Maybe, just,
1: but I also don't want to hmm. rush Joe Burrow into a situation he's not ready for.
0: What I told my dad when we were talking about this over Christmas break was Joe Burrow and Joe Brady, the passing game coordinator, yeah. who now just got hired as OC. Legendary combination,
1: or combination, yeah.
0: Lethal. I said if the Bengals are smart, they need to bring Joe Brady with. I'm too late. But sadly, Matt Rule took him to North Carolina. So, I mean, just... he'll do good there. I'm curious to see how first year is going to shake up with basically a bunch of college guys coaching NFL players because we all know how that works. Pete Curl's done it. Well, it took him however long, but I mean, w- remember when Richard Sherman left and he said there is he's like coaching college kids all over again.
1: Well, I mean, we're hey, not a fan
0: of the strict. Won a rules. Super Bowl. Yep. Won a Super Bowl. Results don't lie. I
1: mean, it did help. Russell Wilson fell in his lap, but.
0: Oh, f- fourth round pick and just turns into that. I, I guess know. hey, when baseball doesn't work out, it does. Football does work out for I'll someone. Sling a football. Just not Brandon Weeden.
1: But Greg, do you watch any of the Bulls over Christmas break? Most notably, the Gophers.
0: Oh, dude. My favorite part about the Gophers winning was the Outback Steakhouse gave away free popcorn. I shrimp. bet
1: you liked that, didn't you, Greg? I
0: actually didn't get a go. What? I missed. I missed the day. Really? I thought it was. The, I thought it was like the third, but it turns oh. out it was the second.
1: Nice. You're you're not a true fan.
0: Well, you know, I don't have an Outback Steakhouse near me.
1: I actually watched that game. That was a pretty impressive performance. They looked the like a complete team. They looked especially
0: like... with their backup. I think. Well, their original offensive coordinator left for Penn State. Yep. So he did not even he was in Like wasn't even two days before game. the game. Yeah, two days before like, the game. what? Yeah, and he's just like, well, nice. he's from Penn State, or he has an Ivy Leaguer. I mean, yeah, go home, I get it. But I just don't understand. Why would your team is in a bowl game? Why leave right away? What what good does that gain you?
1: I mean, yeah, I get that, but it's just, it's a big game. You're not playing in the toilet bowl here. You're playing yeah, in the, the outback bowl. Out, it's a an my six game. That's one of the biggest bowls outside of the New Year's six bowls. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of just
0: I don't know. It's a huge game, and why leave the program right away when you could Especially still coach?
1: In, like such a historic season.
0: Well, exactly, and that's what I don't get. The, it's what were the golfers eleven and four or something like that?
1: They finished the season eleven and two.
0: 11, 11 and two. Yep. Oh, geez, even better.
1: Lost to Iowa, lost to Wisconsin.
0: That's that's and just they, insane. Yeah,
1: but it's also they
0: finished tenth overall in the AP pool. I saw that. Yeah, that's huge going into next season.
1: Especially to recruiting battle. This game was a huge recruiting battle game. Oh, for the yeah. They they, that one over was a lot of huge. recruits. The
0: fact they beat Auburn. But I tell you what, Auburn's quarterback, was it Bonex? He's going to be good. They're going to be good. He's going to be In real new good. In the near
1: future, Auburn will be really good. They were young. Because
0: team. he beat Alabama, too.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, a 2 less Alabama. But yeah. It's well, not point. like
0: Mac Jones is that much worse. Look what he did what against Michigan. Is, is Look minutes. what he did against Michigan.
1: Tua is a first-round pick, and like, he also has three first-round pick receivers to throw to, which helps a little bit. Yeah, and Mac but. Jones
0: stepped right in and didn't even look a tad off.
1: <laughs> first play, I threw a bomb to Jerry Judy touchdown.
0: Michigan, so I can't they, get over Michigan. Michigan hate, hung in there the first half, and then they just cried.
1: Michigan needs to figure it out, man.
0: But you know, Wisconsin lost in a heartbreaker. Yeah, it was a tough game. I don't even Herbert, want to talk though. about it. No, oh, well, let's were, talk about it. Child. They were
1: dominating. I wouldn't say dominating, but they were control for most of the game.
0: Well, the thing, then, what I noticed was Herbert didn't have that great of a game. He just ran. And when he ran, he made it count. The
1: Badgers got pressure. That was the one thing they needed to do. They got pressure on him right away. Just had, They had a lot of unforced or like bad penalties. and yeah. turn, they, I think they had four turnovers
0: Something that game. like that.
1: So, I mean, you're not going to win a lot of games when you have four turnovers. The fact that they no. were still winning and close to only down three points with five minutes left when driving and he had four turnovers. Shows uh-huh. that how good this team was and how good their defense actually was this year. Kept them in a lot of ball games, but like I said, this is my fourth fourth time seeing the Badgers lose in the Rose Bowl in heartbreaking fashion. But what are you well,
0: gonna do? hey, the Gophers are pretty good. You live in Minnesota, you can stop being <laughs> yeah. one of those weird Wisconsin fans.
1: I saw PJ stays because I feel like if he leaves, Gophers will be nothing. PJ
0: Flex signed a contract a contract extension for I don't even know how
1: Until long. Until USC fires their coach or PJ Flex not going to go to USC or Why would Notre, he go to Pac-12 or yeah. Notre Dame fires Brian Kelly and they buy out his contract.
0: <laughs> what do I know? That's those are pretty yeah, high. Know. Or
1: Florida State, I guess I think I think they just hired a new coach, didn't they?
0: Well, Jimbo Fisher, he went to College Station, Texas A&M. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's a better They're game. not even on the map right now.
1: They're, they'll be good next year. Oh, they'll maybe, be good next year. They got Maybe two class. years from now. They got a really good recruiting
0: class. But how coach. about uh, Washington, Mike Leach, he went to Mississippi State. I saw that. You, did you see that? What about
1: Egg Bowl, huh? Dude. Mike Leach for freaking... Uh, Lane Kiffin? Lane Kiffin. That's going to oh, be a good game. That is going to be. I'm excited be. for yeah, that. SEC is
0: getting interesting again.
1: I like, I don't know. I like when those coaches take weird jobs. Like Mike yeah, Leach is starting to build State. a program. Did you
0: see him walk off the plane? He's just waving to the entire crowd, but he wasn't smiling. He he's frowning more than anything. I love anything. him
1: so much. He, he does whatever he wants, and I love it. He's so bold.
0: Yeah, but there's apparently when Mike Leach was at is was Washington State or is it just Washington? I
1: he was at Washington State. Washington State. He was State. at Texas Tech for a long time too. So
0: he and a politician taught a class at Washington State. Mm-hmm. It was called uh, what was it called? Football plays and war tactics or something like that.
1: Those two go together.
0: That That's what I was saying.
1: It's kind of like Urban Meyer teaching, like an honesty class at Ohio State. <laughs> like th- these two things shouldn't probably go together, but they do. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that hire. It's like seeing the SEC get better and better. I think their premier conference in college football, I mean. But do you see that? Tua's head of the draft speaking of the SEC.
0: Yeah. Tua's gone. It's... I'm not surprised by that. I kind of wanted him to stay to get healthy and yeah, improve his draft kind of stock. Because because yeah. the problem with this year's draft class is it's pretty deep in quarterback. And,
1: and I mean, I as, mean, you already
0: know who's going number one overall. If Tua no, would have stayed and he would have yeah got healthy, he would have been the number one pick. oh uh, well, you look at top Trevor. Top La- if first.
1: Trevor Lawrence goes, comes out next year.
0: Oh, I'm sure he will.
1: Win. He'll be consensus number one. But other than that, yeah, he'd be the second quarterback. The surprising
0: one that came out was Jake Fromm.
1: Yeah, that that surprised he's, me too. He's not even
0: gonna be a first round pick. He's, uh, he's yeah, be he's
1: projected late first round, early late, second round. round really but I mean, round, yeah, he. I mean, just he's got that body. He's got the good quarterback physique. But well, he's got yeah, the he build, but get a, what, seven, oh, is Justin
0: Fields going to go in the draft next year? Do you think?
1: Or, uh, yeah, I think so. Or is he a redshirt freshman? I don't he has to play it next year, so I think yeah, he might come out. I mean, I don't know if he'll come so out. So that's but, still that still be a yeah quarterback draft. But. but also, like if you look at yeah, Jake Fromm. I thought oh yeah, Jake Fromm. I thought we were talking about Jacob Eason the other. No. Jacob Eason came out too. I saw that. Did but he? yeah, Jake Fromm. I think he has a better potential than a lot of people give him. He's got a good arm. I mean, he's also played around NFL guys his entire career with an NFL system under Kirby Smart.
0: But let's talk about that. Joe Burrow's for sure going number one. Oh, yeah. I think Joe Burrow's consistent. And then Chase going. Young is obviously gonna go number two to Washington.
1: Yeah, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati takes him at one. I wouldn't I would you not think? be surprised. I've seen weirder things happen before.
0: So okay, hypothetically, let's say Cincinnati takes Chase Young for whatever okay. reason yep. and skips on a franchise quarterback. Okay. would Washington draft Joe Burrow? I don't
1: know. They have, Dwayne, they have Haskins. Dwayne Haskins,
0: who they think is really good, but really isn't.
1: I mean, also Dwayne Haskins doesn't have any help. Do you know who? Do you know who the true. best receiver was for the Redskins this year? Terry McLaurin. Yeah, his teammate at Ohio State, a rookie. So <laughs> it's not like he has a lot to throw to.
0: That is true. But Chase Young wouldn't do anything on the offense.
1: No, but, I mean, he replaces an uh, aging Ryan Kerrigan, an elite passer. So do you
0: think if the Bengals pass on Joe Burrow, draft Chase I Young? I mean, I'm not saying they will. And then will. Washington, my guess, would probably pick uh, who's an, who's the highest-rated receiver in this class. Would they pick? Would they take Jerry Judy?
1: They could. You I think? mean, they're, that's, I love talking or about Or maybe the draft. C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb.
0: Henry Ruggs. Ruggs. Henry
1: Ruggs. Go Bama, told you. Maybe
0: T. Higgins, maybe. T. Higgins. Or they're going to get Gosh. Tyler Johnson out of Minnesota. This is a deep receiver class. It I didn't realize this. Well, I remember, this the a was it 2015? or What year did we draft Laquan Treadwell? Was that 2015? Might have been 2016. Well, either way, one of those two years, it was... That was a deep class, too. Deep class with everyone was a bust. Every single receiver in the first round was basically a bust.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I'm not saying Cincinnati is going to pass up on drill, bro. I'm just it could happen. It very, I, it's not, it's not a well question, could but... Chase Young is... Is good enough to be a first round pick. Yeah, but I'm sure the Bengals will take Joe Burrow, get their franchise quarterback. Yeah, and get rid of Struggle for Dalton. a couple years,
0: yeah,
1: and then hopefully be back at the top. But, but in mean, this
0: mock draft, you have Tampa Bay is projected to take Justin Herbert at 14.
1: Just, I mean, I like that. It's a good situation for him, especially Bruce
0: Arians. Pretty good quarterbacks. I think yeah, Justin Herbert could grow.
1: And then Jameis Winston leaves.
0: Did you see the comment Bruce Arians said about? If they had any other quarterback at Tampa, they could easily win a couple more games that season. Really? he said something. I about feel about
1: like that. James. I know he had 30 interceptions.
0: 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. But like the they first actually ever weren't that bad. 30. He had the most passing yards in the league.
1: Well, yeah, because they're down the entire game. But I wonder
0: if they counted the defense receiving yards yeah, too. Yeah, they, they probably counted those. <laughs> he probably had double the amount. Yeah. The next quarterback, but I don't know. All I just am thinking is the Vikings are. There's a lot of picks they could have here. Definitely they, need, definitely they, need offense attempt- they definitely they need offensive They definitely need offensive After
1: watching that last game, they definitely need offensive Man line.
0: handled by the 49ers. I
1: mean, that's probably what's going to happen to the Packers this week, too. But
0: Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't see the Pack.
1: bolster threw up that offensive line, Vikings. You need it.
0: But how about, let's just go with next year predictions, Trav. For, next year predictions? That, for college football. Let's see what you got. For
1: college football. College so, football, yep. You want, like, my top four? You want, like, a Heisman? Who are you really? going to
0: see in the title game, and who are you going to see? That's just Rose Bowl. Okay. Who are the four teams in the playoffs and who's in the Rose Okay, Bowl? I think
1: Okay, I'm not going to go in any order here, but I think Bama makes it back in. Bama comes back I, I'd strong. I that. Nick Saban's coming for heads next year. Watch out.
0: Yeah. Clemson
1: yeah. will obviously be there with Trevor Lawrence, probably number 1.
0: Favored to win.
1: Yeah. I got Ohio State again. Justin Fields comes back. Yeah. A lot of key pieces. Sean Ward comes say back. No
0: to.
1: And then at 4, this might be a little dark horse. Hear me out here, people. Texas A&M. Texas A&M at 4. Hear me out.
0: Even James thinks you're crazy.
1: Hey, watch out, Texas A&M next year. Watch out, or hey, maybe even Oregon too. You never know.
0: I, Trav- Oregon's
1: defensive line is going to be amazing this year. I, watch I, out. I don't know if I can agree
0: with you on that.
1: I, I don't know, man. A going to be good next year. I think that's my prediction. It's it's so, bold. Okay, so how th- about the
0: Rose Bowl then? Those
1: three, I feel like are just going to be one boom, boom, boom.
0: All right, so Rose Bowl.
1: Rose Bowl, off. I think USC will be better next year uh, with a good recruiting class this year. they got a lot of receivers coming back. And then the recruiting class, like I said, is obviously good. So I think USC from the Pac-12, they miss out on the playoff once again. And then Big Ten, got to go with – I think the Gophers do it next year.
0: You think the Gophers get to the Rose Bowl? Tanner Morgan
1: comes back. Tanner Morgan's a dark horse for the Heisman Trophy next year. (whistles) And I feel like they get to the Rose Bowl. They're going to lose Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship game, kind of like a Wisconsin thing this year where they get ushered in. Okay. But I think they okay. could Nice little jersey battle there too in the Rose Bowl. Maroon on maroon and red versus maroon and gold.
0: That would be interesting. I like that. I definitely do not think LSC will make the playoffs. I think they you, will. You think they will or won't? Will not. Yeah. LSC will probably drop down to six by the end of the season. Think so. Yep. It'll be Clemson, Ohio State. I don't think Georgia will be in. So Clemson, Ohio State, Bama, and. I don't know. Florida finished sixth. Florida for the was final good. Top they're going to be good too. 25. They get Kyler Trask back. They're, but. They're be pretty good. I, I don't know. I want to say Baylor. I want to say Baylor.
1: Without Matt Rule?
0: Without. I know. That's that's the thing, though. Is being Matt Rule left. And then you they also got like, at team.
1: Oklahoma too with Spencer Ryder coming in.
0: Spencer Ratton. Yeah. Former five star recruit. Okay, Trav. Hey. There's a there's a video of him floating Oklahoma around Oklahoma should internet. be banned from
1: the playoffs from now on. They suck in the playoffs. Get him out.
0: Yeah. I remember that. Uh, washington when they made the playoffs they didn't it. play that
1: bad but I mean, yes they got they got, they part got part handled it, by the by the crimson tide but i mean
0: granted, it wasn't that bad granted, a lot of people got handled wasn't
1: oklahoma. an oklahoma beat down like the past two years no
0: that was just yeah i think i think oklahoma should serve a ban for that that was just not tv worthy
1: and then heisman trophy i got trevor lawrence trevor i think lawrence, that's gonna be pretty that,
0: easy i think justin fields would be a better thing so yeah i think my i think th- he just balls out this year
1: Dark horse for the Heisman Trophy next year, Chuba Hubbard, running back, Oklahoma State. Uh, led the country in he rushing. He did come back
0: for a senior year. I think he's going to light it up next I, year. I don't disagree with that. But I, I could see the Gophers and Oregon. Really? In yeah. I think Oregon goes back, but they lose. I think Oregon, yeah. Although they're... Minnesota's going to have a tough time next season because they're losing big receivers. They still have and Bateman. all their running backs pretty much graduated, They still have too. Bateman.
1: And I think the Badgers won't Bateman, be as yeah. dominant without Jonathan Taylor. He was that explosive yeah. weapon the Badgers Did have he always f- been. Did he
0: declare for the draft? Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's always, he's kind of that explosive playmaker the Badgers really missed. Yeah. Well, Other things it is like that. It's so Russell weird Wilson.
0: that Wisconsin always has pretty good running backs. I mean, it helps
1: when your line's just that good, too. Oh, yeah. That, that really helps. And you're, you're usually on top of teams because your defense is so well, you can just run the ball down your throat, and that gets tiring for a defense.
0: Yeah, the good all ground and pound. Yep. You know what they say about that?
1: You also know got grounded. and pounded? The Astros.
0: Yeah, speaking of...
1: Dude, the Astros speaking got
0: of AJ <laughs> Hinch and Jeff Luno got grounded by the MLB Dude. General or Commissioner Rob Manfred for one-year suspensions each, who are then very after, very shortly after that decision came down, Astros owner fired him. Jim Crane said, yeah, you guys are out of here. <laughs> Get out. You're bad influence and terrible culture. But they also... But here's the thing I don't understand. They got fined $5 million. What good is that? I mean, yeah, they lost their first and second round picks for 2020 and 2021, which definitely is a big impact. Yeah. But at what point does fining a team do any justice?
1: I was going to ask you that. Do you think this punishment was enough? I don't think it's enough.
0: I think they need a... Would it be out of the question to take away the World Series?
1: No, I think I feel like you can't do that. I feel like it's already happened. Like you just can't.
0: But they literally cheated and won that World Series. Yeah, There's I, literal I, evidence saying that that World Series should not be theirs because they cheated.
1: But when the Astros beat the Indians, they did beat the Indians on the road for Game 7. So
0: Yeah, and when they beat the Dodgers in the World Series, they were horrible in L.A. and raked in Houston. That's a little bit more than home field advantage.
1: Did I just say the Astros beat the Indians in the World Series in the ALCS? Well, I apologize. I-,
0: I knew you meant the ALCS. I apologize. But I, what I wanted to see was player punishment. Because Alex Cora, he got, he got fired the, by the Reds all mutually agreed to part ways. Wasn't he like the ringleader of the entire situation? Yeah, that's situation. what I heard. I heard Carlos Beltran was involved in this, but his punishment is he has to manage the Mets, so I think they're okay with that. <laughs> that's a big enough of a
1: punishment for him. Yeah,
0: he, that's basically timeout for him. Yeah, but, but it's just... I, there, need, there needed to have been more. Did players the, Players needed to be punished for Wasn't us. there
1: another... Team that came out and said, or another guy came out and said this team cheated?
0: Well, the 2018 Red Sox. Oh, Ironically, that's right, yeah, when that's Alex Koros right. right, right, yeah. started managing them. And curious to see what's going to happen with that investigation. Probably something similar. We'll see how uh, see how similar was to this situation. If all these guys are
1: getting caught, do you think there's more teams that are cheating?
0: I definitely believe these ones are the stupid teams that got caught.
1: I feel like there's more, like, low-key ways to cheat. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I, I, I feel mean, like there'd be easier ways well, to cheat. Trevor
0: Bauer... He's been ranting on Twitter, and he's been— As he should. Yeah, he's a very vocal person, which which is all fine. But he's under the conclusion that they've also been doctoring baseballs. Because how else do you increase a pitcher's spin rate by 800?
1: Or the balls are—or, like, the Twins just set the record for home runs, and the Yankees are right behind them. Right. But I get they have sluggers, but, like, that many home runs, like, this has never been seen before.
0: And I, that was just insane. I Considering like their lineup too.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's definitely something going up with the baseballs.
0: Oh, they're definitely just. Th- they're different baseballs. It's
1: something that probably get more people watching the games if there's more well, home loans, it. more actions. Oh yeah, I love it too. But it's offense like offense in
0: baseball is literally the only appeal to it.
1: But do you know who doesn't like it? Pitchers. The pitchers. And, and as they're... a
0: former pitcher, I. Yeah, I it.
1: You don't want to see a ball get hit 300 feet off you. No. Moonshots no, are
0: the worst because then uh, you have everyone rounding the bases and showboating, bat flipping, and you just want to plunk the dude next step at bat. And then you start a brawl, and he gets suspended yeah, and fined and opens a can of worms. But as a pitcher, I totally— All bias
1: aside, as a baseball fan, would you rather see more home runs? Yes, so I'd, I'd, r- I'd rather, rather right? see
0: offense. I want to see games being 9 to 8.
1: You'd rather—you're all right then with them juicing the baseballs?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It creates more offense. All right. We're but, on the same it, page. It'll, it'll, but the thing is, though, is it'll make pitching that much harder. Perfect games, no hitters, complete game it'll shutouts. Rare. are rare. They're going to be more rare. It's going to be even harder to, for any pitcher to achieve. Yeah. And those that can do it are going to get paid that much more. Look at Garrett Cole's contract he just got.
1: You see, I saw a thing on Twitter. It was like he makes like $0.14 cents a second or something like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, every pitch he oh. throws, it's like $1,500. bucks. that would be sweet. But it just... It's gonna make pit, it's gonna inflate contracts for baseball too.
1: And if you're it, if you're it, they're stealing signs, if you're stealing signs and the baseballs are juiced, why why? Yeah, if you can already why hit the baseball both.
0: out of the park without cheating, why do you need?
1: Why we gotta do both?
0: Exactly. What? I honestly, I think that oh, there's oh, there's also a whole bunch of crazy ideas that people are saying that the Astros as punishment should be forced to play in the Japanese Nippon League.
1: They would absolutely dominate in that league. Well, no, it would just
0: be funny because they'd, they'd be playing in the league where it's absolutely no purpose to Pointless,
1: them. yeah, no yeah. one would watch them.
0: Or the South Korean Baseball League or whatever. Or they have to play in the Mexican League. There's just a whole bunch of crazy ideas going around Twitter. It's pretty funny reading some of them. But there needed to have been more. I feel that like there should have right. been more
1: action yeah. against
0: them. But But yeah, we're not paid the big bucks to make that decision. Those
1: draft picks will hurt, though, in the long run, I feel oh, like. Oh,
0: yeah, that that is just tough. You To lose a first round is bad. But to lose a first and a second for two straight years for two straight years, that's gonna be pretty tough. But, anyways, Chav, the Twins made some big splashes. Dude, I'm, I'm excited. After missing out on any pitcher we could have ever dreamed of, with I'm Simon. still
1: upset, but they redeemed themselves. Well, they redeemed themselves.
0: Offensively speaking, the Twins are set. I oh, can't definitely. wait to watch them hit baseballs. Yeah. It's gonna be great. The worst part is I can't. I can wait to not see them give up all these. Yeah, games. when
1: your when your third best pitcher is Homer Bailey. You, yeah, you and have your a fourth best there.
0: pitcher is a Rich Hill who's not going to come back till June. Yeah, it's not really a good Has some sort there. of UCL surgery.
1: I mean, I like what the Twins are doing. They signed Miguel Ceno to a
0: three-year extension. Yeah, three for years, thirty, for a year, $30 million, million. That's a very team-friendly deal
1: with a club option for fourteen million
0: for the yeah, twenty twenty-three season. I think season. that's a good contract for him. I, oh, I'm definitely. Not a huge yeah, yeah. fan of Miguel Ceno. I heard he's there's some issues with him in the locker room, and he's kind of an eye guy. But, like, I feel he, like but his talent is with
1: Nelson Cruz coming into the picture, I feel like he's a great mentor for Me- well, uh, Miguel Sano.
0: Nelson Cruz. There was an article on The Athletic I was reading this past summer where Nelson Cruz played really good when he got his naps in during the day. But when he didn't get to take a nap, he was pretty grumpy and didn't do too well. <laughs>
1: That's an old man kind of thing. Yeah, I
0: mean, when you're 40, still playing MLB-level be- baseball, yeah. totally expect that.
1: But where do you see Sano playing in the next oh, couple years? Oh, he's definitely going to first. You want to know Why? The Twins just signed Josh Donaldson, and I couldn't be more excited. I was I've been Four years,
0: day. $92 million, Trav, so with excited. a club option for five. Six. That'll bring his contract up to one oh two. million.
1: When was the last time the Twins have signed a big free agent like this? Do you remember, James?
0: I remember Joe Creedy a few few years back. I don't...
1: the very end of his career. Yeah, it wasn't like Jim Donaldson. Told me as
0: a... Yep, I don't
1: remember anybody like this.
0: I remember we Ricky Nolasco and Phil Hughes were big signings, but they Who, didn't. Pan who's
1: out. that? Uh, who's the Japanese guy that?
0: Suyoshi Nishioka. Yeah,
1: Nishioka.
0: <laughs> James, huge fan Gosh, of that guy. the he, only honorable thing that man did was retire from his contract so that we didn't have to pay that, him anymore. That that guy
1: made me upset watching. Literally him play. couldn't
0: play shortstop. Didn't have the arm for it.
1: Gosh, that was that was a waste of money. Then who's the who's the guy we just bought? From Korea, Bung Ho Koo. Or Bung Ho Park? Name. Yeah.
0: Never, si- never seen that dude ever again.
1: Gosh, the highest paid farm- farmer leaguer in, in the league.
0: Yeah, well, The dude hits bombs, but he also hits, what, 50? It's, he hit, doesn't even like hit 100, he hits 50. And that's pretty but, sad. Yeah,
1: but, twins, that lineup, that's looking pretty stacked. Uh,
0: that is a very attractive lineup. Kepler leading off. Kepler Rosario. Kepler
1: Rosario. Donaldson. Cruz, Sino.
0: Garver. Arise. Garver. Ooh.
1: Who else we got? Buxton. Buxton. Please stay healthy, Buxton. Please. Well, when
0: he's hitting nine hole, he should be just Please fine. Please stay, Buxton. Please. But that is I'm forgetting
1: just... one more person. Blanco. Need... That's, that's a lineup.
0: All we need is our top four hitters. Well,
1: Seven out of those nine, six out of those nine had more than 30 home runs last year.
0: I know. But here's what I want to see, which is going to be really tough because half the coaching staff for the Twins left. But I want to see Max Kepler hit 270 this year. That might be asking a lot, but that dude has been hitting. For amount of
1: home runs he hit last year, you don't know what do you, what do you even hit like
0: 250. I think he's in 240s. Really?
1: Yeah, he had 37 home runs. That's a lot. Yeah, but I want like to him. see
0: him because when I was watching a lot of those games, he grounded out a lot. He struck out a lot.
1: I love I love He's actually. a young kid, he's twenty six. I love watching him hit. He is such he's, a
0: he's my favorite twins player, and I've adamantly said the second he leaves the team, I'm not a Twins fan anymore. I,
1: I think he was either but. first or second in the league on hard hit ball average in the league. Yeah, it just shows he, he makes good contact. He makes great contact. So I mean it's it's there. It's just that he needs to be more consistent. Yeah, just I know he had a lot of strikeouts step. last year, but his like small aspects of his game. Like his hard hit ball average and his mm-hmm. ball and play average is really high.
0: Not too bad coming from a family of ballerinos from Germany. Yeah,
1: and especially he has that power aspect. So I mean, I'm excited. As a Twins fan, usually, like I am, very excited. The future is
0: bright. It's just will it, will we be able to outscore our opponents this upcoming season? That's gonna be the question.
1: I think that I think we can. It just said, can we hold our opponents from? When we score ten runs, we can't give up ten runs.
0: That's that's, that's the thing. not how it's going to work. Our bullpen's pretty good. We brought back Sergio Romo. I like that. But I feel like we need
1: one more. We, I got we got Taylor Rogers. Yep. We got Romo. Yep. Eight nine. Now we need like two guys in the middle there.
0: We signed Tyler Clipper. That was a pretty good signing. Yeah. Even after him under for- the
1: radar, kind of past his prime, I, he- but.
0: Low-risk, high-reward. That's yeah. the kind of guy he is. Yeah, We've been of... after him for 10 years, but the fact we got him five years after his prime is no. a little concerning. It's mean, it's... Very team-friendly deal. Though.
1: I really wish they would have taken the, t- uh, the chance on Dylan Batanzas.
0: He went to the Mets. I know. I wish we would have taken the chance him. He just went across the street, man. I really wish but we would have taken the chance on him. I do wish they would have taken the chance on him. He, would have been a, he had definitely been another low-risk, high-reward guy. Get him
1: in a good contract, and if he blows out his elbow, well, sorry.
0: But – there was an article you had brought up, Trav, about forget Donaldson, the Twins should go after Nolan Arenado. Yeah, I saw
1: this article, and I was very intrigued I mean, intrigued if you trade for him,
0: you have him for seven more years.
1: At an elite level, platinum yeah. gold glove level. Yeah, exactly.
0: That dude's defense is unreal. The only question is, who would we have to trade for him?
1: Yeah, I mean. Because I
0: do not want them to see, I, I'd prefer Nick Gordon, if they could trade yeah. Nick Gordon. But if they had gave up one of Royce Lewis or Alex Kurloff, that would have been bad.
1: Yeah, it's just I don't know. There's a lot of different ideas of you could throw out. Who do you, who would you want to trade? Like I saw, like either trade one of Barrios, Bur- uh, Buxton, or Eddie Rosario
0: Burrios, Ooh, uh-uh. For, we need, need pitchers. And a
1: couple other top prospects to get Arenado. Yeah. But I mean, if you, there's he's, they're he's talking on. about
0: offering Trevor Larnak, Yon Duran, Nick Gordon, and Jake Cave. I I I can't. I don't want them to get rid of Larnack. I he, mean, he's going to be good.
1: I uh, just that he's on Hall of Fame. Like, he's on Chipper Jones status.
0: Yeah, with his, I just have with a his big bat issue with... And he with, has a
1: better glove than a lot of those guys. I just have
0: a big issue with trading away farm talent. I But I when you can get a player like Nolan
1: Arenado, like, it's... Do you have a third base sheared up for the next... Like you said, seven, eight years and at good a high quality level. quality
0: baseball players are hard to come by. MVP,
1: you're gonna have MVP caliber at third base.
0: Prospects fluster. Potentially the best third
1: baseman in yeah. the league behind Rendon. Yeah, true. Sure. So I mean, it's
0: one and two. Well, and then Matt Chapman, don't forget about him.
1: I think Aaron O'Dell has a better bat than Chapman. They're don't, glo- they're, I don't disagree. Their, but Chapman hasn't been in the game long. Enough. Yeah, their gloves are they they're the same. I'm curious to see what happens
0: there. with Oakland because they never can afford. Anything. Do you know they both went
1: to the same high school? Yeah. That, that'd be an insane infield.
0: Well, they weren't even, I think Arenado graduated before Chapman was even a freshman. Oh, I thought they were on the same like team. I don't team. think they played together, but oh. they, went to the same, they were from the same Imagine
1: bicycle. that infield, if they played together. Just
0: a, I want to imagine that gym with their numbers hanging in there. Because you know <laughs> I, they played all three sports. They're
1: yeah, I'd be, That'd be but insane But the fact that they turned infield. out
0: those two huge MLB players, insane. that's pretty At cool. The same
1: position? At the same gold glove caliber defense. They, they left
0: a legacy there, Trav. I tell you what, but yeah. legacies from players at a high level, like Luke Keekley moving on to the NFL, retiring at age 28. Smart.
1: I like Marshawn Lynch smart. said,
0: "Got to take care of your chicken." Yeah, yeah take, take care, care of Take care your, your body, take care of your mind. But I, I didn't smart. see Smart, I, I think it's smart. I didn't see Luke Keekley retiring, but when they changed over, everyone, new coaching staff, everything. I agree it was probably the best time for him to do Luke it. Luke
1: Keekley, Andrew Luck, all retiring before the age 30. Gronk, age 29. Gronk,
0: yeah. Barry Sanders retired early, too. Well, he, Kelvin played, he played for
1: the Lions, and he played for the Kelvin Lions, Johnson so played for the That Lions, makes yeah. sense,
0: yeah. Age 30.
1: But, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it now is we're starting to figure out what's going on with our brains when you have trauma yeah, all the time. CTE
0: is a scary thing.
1: I know there was a Badger player, Chris Borland. He was a linebacker, really good linebacker in college. He played for the Niners. He, he started for three years for the uh, 49ers, and he just quit it, and he said, I'm done with all this head injury baloney. He says, I don't want to be a potato by the time I'm 40. You can't (laughs) walk or can't speak right. You have to
0: roll around. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it's starting to become more popular. You're starting to see the lifespan of some of these players or like playing career spans of these players go down.
0: Puts more pressure on being better younger too.
1: Or just I feel like now it's like when you're younger, the coaches need to do a better job of tackling and drills like that to keep players safe.
0: Did you agree with that targeting call in the championship game on that linebacker from Clemson? I R- mean, you remember
1: he, that play?
0: Yeah. Being we were on that subject of yeah. tackling better.
1: Um, I mean, by rule you're not supposed to tackle with the crown of your helmet. Yep. Whether no matter what no body, body part yeah. you hit. So I mean, he did hit him with the crown of the helmet, but in my opinion, that's not targeting. But according to the rule, I get it. But in my opinion, I wouldn't throw the flag there. I get if it was to the head, yes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's just trying to make a tackle, and I mean, when you're playing a physical sport like that, you're trying. The, and he's known hit, to be a hard hitter. Yeah, I mean that's your he job. Was as a ra- his dad,
0: when he was raising him, said, "You may not be the best tackler, but they better know you tackled him."
1: Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I, By uh, rule, yes, is targeting, but
0: I don't disagree with the call myself. It it sucks seeing people get ejected from games, especially. in But that's the, the one thing they want
1: to get rid game. of is lowering the head spear motion. Yeah. So I, I get it. You
0: can't spear a person. I get it. It's just. Oh, I, I agree with the call. Too I think big of a
1: game to kind of call that, in my opinion, in yeah. a big spot. It kind of sw- that's sw- yeah. But if they don't,
0: you're gonna hear it from the other side. That's like
1: the Ohio State Clemson game when Sean Wade came in and targeted Trevor Lawrence, got kicked out of the game. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence said, "All right, I'm frustrated and put a team on his back."
0: Yeah, literally ran to the end zone.
1: Yeah, because Trevor Lawrence said after that he's like, Oh, I'm, these guys think I'm hurt and I'm gonna come back and yeah. pissed them off. So
0: So we have the Packers and 49ers and the 49ers roll
1: thirty to three. All right.
0: That's prediction. That's your Stay prediction. Thirty
1: to
0: three. Thirty to three. <laughs> wow. It's
1: Packers that's offensive bold. line is their yep, offensive line's gonna get daddied by the same 49ers. way the Vikings did. Yep. All right. Spit image.
0: I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna do a little bit better than that. I can see 28-17. This is just so I'm. This 17. is so
1: I'm like I'm not let down when they actually do lose. So like, it's I, not like I, you're feel, a Packers I feel fan. better. Oh wait,
0: are you? Yeah. No.
1: I feel better when they lose. That's right. You not. like the Packers, and... but yeah, Titans, Chiefs, Cinderella story, Titans, Derrick Henry. What are your thoughts? 6'3",
0: 245, Really hard to tackle someone. I see why big. Luke
1: Keekley retired. you tackling guys
0: like that. Yeah. Did you see the picture with <laughs> Derrick Henry standing next <laughs> Mark to Mark Ingram at in <laughs> Alabama? <laughs> It literally looked like bring your son to work yeah.
1: uh, He's a big dude. <laughs> he's um, a big dude, especially, too. Like, I think in two of the playoff games, Ryan Tannehill had less than 100 yards passing in both he games. He
0: threw 14 times against the Patriots and 11 times against the Ravens. And, and Derrick Henry ran the ball, like, 35 times each. Game. That's amazing, especially in the playoffs. He had yeah, close to 200 yards against the Patriots. I think at had 180 and against the Ravens, Derrick Henry had like 170 rushing yards or 180 or something like that again too. Yeah. But first ever running back in history with back-to-back 180 rushing yard games in the postseason. It, yeah, there's a there's a meme going around Facebook and Reddit and all the other areas just saying, the opposing teams have released the Titans playbook and it's just halfback dive.
1: Yeah, it's really what it is.
0: When your entire offense is Tannenhill throwing 10 passes total and Derrick Henry gets the ball. But uh, hey, they can't stop him and their offensive line is good.
1: They actually have and Mike Vrabel
0: way. is a monster. Yeah. That man's doing workouts with them on the field before the game, thirty Same minute planking, push ups, sit up sessions. So, I gotta go with Titans over Chiefs. You
1: got Titans? Okay. Titans
0: are gonna Titans are gonna win the thing. They're gonna win everything. They're gonna win the Super Bowl. They're going they're too hot. You call right me now.
1: crazy for saying thirty. The titans three. are
0: too hot right that... now. I get that. They beat the Patriots, I get which, that. okay, wasn't wasn't too hard. Tom Brady that. and his offense. But they stopped Baltimore.
1: But the Chiefs are also hot.
0: Yeah, After that, almost losing it to the Texans.
1: Almost. They were getting blown out and then decided, hey, we're going to turn it on and score 51.
0: Travis Kelsey telling Patrick Mahomes, hey, this is going to be really funny. That's we're down by 24. 24 points, and then we'll back. start playing. Yeah. yeah, you saw that picture, yeah. too.
1: <laughs> but I got Chiefs, Niners, Super Bowl.
0: Chiefs, Niners,
1: and I think the Niners win the Super Bowl.
0: Titans, Niners, and Titans are gonna win Henry. it. Derrick Henry is gonna win every award known to man.
1: Just think about the Miami Dolphins head coach right now, <laughs> getting rid of Ryan Tannehill. Well, Adam Gase. is Think about there Marcus
0: Mariota being benched for Ryan Tannehill, and then witnessing what he's doing right now. When they have benched Mariota, Tannehill seven and three. If you really think
1: about, Tannehill has really done nothing. Well, it's he's been also Derek been Henry. on a
0: nothing team for 10 years of his no, career. No, but like
1: in this playoff run, he's been kind of like to the side. Oh, it's well, all been yeah. Derrick Henry Yeah, in that literally, defense. it's been Derrick Yeah.
0: No, I don't disagree with that at all. But I mean, he's made
1: some good throws. He's been playing well. His but, home like,
0: run shot he had. It's yeah. not
1: when you think of Titans right now, you think of Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah. In that offensive line right now. Because Derrick Henry of...
0: is a Titan. But they said they're going to franchise tag Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, that makes t- sense. Which he's he's doing really good in Tennessee. Yeah. During the regular season, he's putting up 280 passing yards and three yeah. touchdowns. But, you know, if if y'all think we're crazy with our NFL predictions, let's just move on to the XFL, yes, which starts February 8th. I'm actually very excited. And they're here here. actually televised, so they're not going to be crappy like the oh, sweet. Alliance for American Football, the AAF.
1: Or like Canadian Football, where it's on like NBCSN.
0: Yeah, some cable networks no one really pays attention to. But season starts February 8th, 2020.
1: I'm actually looking forward to this.
0: And there's a, I think there's eight teams: the Dallas Renegades, the DC Defenders, Houston Roughnecks, Los Angeles Wildcats, New York Guardians, St. Louis Battlehawks. That's actually interesting. St. Louis has a team. Seattle Dragons and Tampa Bay fight. Vi- that yeah, Tampa Bay Vipers, to name a few. Notable players on each team: Landry Jones is on the Dallas Renegades.
1: Wasn't he the backup for the Steelers? Yeah. Former Oklahoma quarterback. Yeah.
0: Cardale Jones is on the DC Defenders.
1: Cardale.
0: Connor Cook, gauge. remember that Michigan State quarterback? Yeah. Connor Cook, he's with he's with Houston on really? the Roughnecks.
1: Sammy Coates for playing from too.
0: Yeah, Sammy Coates. and New York Guardians have Matt McLoyne, the Penn, State, Penn State, quarterback. State
1: quarterback. Jordan Tamu from Mississippi.
0: Yeah, uh, um, Keenan Reynolds, the receiver from Navy's on he's Seattle actually, Dragons. He's an athlete. He's Aaron like Murray is on the Tampa Tampa Bay Vipers. He's Clinton the quarterback Flowers. from Georgia. Yeah, Tanner they've actually Moore, got some people on this team. Or
1: Tanner McAvoy actually plays for the Tampa Bay Vipers. Former Badger quarterback slash athlete.
0: You think everyone that goes to Wisconsin is an athlete?
1: I mean, that's what he was. He was like a. He played quarterback and he played safety. It was weird. He was good though. Wow.
0: But yeah, they the XFL reached a multi-year agreement with ESPN and Fox Sports on this is a while back to broadcast its games beginning of 2020. Uh, second time Vince McMahon has launched this football program, the first version of the XFL was a joint venture with WWE and NBC, it lasted one season and way back in 2001. But I don't know, this will be interesting, uh, there's a whole bunch of rules that yeah, came I out Yeah, I saw some about like
1: the punts or kickoffs.
0: Yeah, you know, like, they, so here's the full list of rules, right? So the kickoff, on on the kickoff, 10 players from the receiving team will line up on their own 30. And the kick coverage team lines up 5 yards away on the 35. Both teams are required to have 3 players outside the hash marks on each side and 4 in between. Close proximity of the two teams is intended to limit the high-speed collisions and contribute to number of concuss and stop concussions on kickoffs. The kicker kicks the ball from his own 25. The kicker must travel what? at least what is it? Must travel at least as far as the opponent's 20-yard line. Neither the coverage team nor the blockers may move until either the ball is caught or 3 seconds after it hits the ground. <laughs> a kick that hits Uh-oh. between the ground between the 20-yard line and the goal line and then bounces out of the end zone or is down in the end zone will result in the receiving team taking possession at its 15-yard line. A kick that travels into the end zone in the air and is down will be deemed a major touchback, and the receiving team will take it at the 35. Teams will have to declare ahead of time if they wish to to attempt an onside kick, which will be attempted using NFL rules. But Trav, the rules get better. The XFL, for punts, they want to get rid of the coffin corner. Yep. So any punt that goes out of bounds is spotted at the 35-yard line. The same goes for a punt that travels into the end zone. Downing a punt in an opponent's territory will also be much more difficult than the NFL thanks to the rule that prohibits a kicking team's gunners from crossing the line of scrimmage until the ball is kicked. Gunners line up on the line of scrimmage, so they can't get a running start either, though they are allowed to move laterally. Inhibiting the downfield progress, the Gunners is also intended to limit the number of fair catches. So they want returns. Oh, my
1: gosh. I feel like you're going to see a lot more teams go for it on fourth down just to prevent guys from getting brain damage.
0: Being extra points. <laughs> so this is it, it continues is to get insane. better. The extra points. You do not get to kick an extra point. There will be no extra... I like
1: that. Instead, like the
0: teams will choose from one of three options after scoring a touchdown. They can attempt a play from the two-yard line for one point, from the five-yard line for two points, or from the 10-yard line for three points. A defensive return on a turnover is worth the same number of points as the offense was attempting to score. I, I do like that. I'm actually excited. I bet you the teams go for two points more often than one yeah. or three.
1: I just, I'm actually curious to see how successful this league is going to be. Like, How long I'm will gonna be I'm going to watch this. This is going to be awesome. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch it. I just want to know how long it will be a thing for. But... It, you know what It I mean? continues like it, to get better. Is it going to last?
0: They have a double forward pass rule where teams will be permitted to attempt two forward passes on a single play as long as the ball does not cross the line of scrimmage before the second pass. So that way you don't have to pass backwards. And it's
1: like a mixture of the NFL and Canadian Football League.
0: Huh. You want to hear the overtime rules, Trav? Let's hear it. Games tied after conclusion regulation will advance to a shootout-style overtime period in which a team will have five chances to score on a single play from the five-yard line. A penalty on defense will result in the ball moving, being moved up to the one-yard line. A defensive penalty on any subsequent play, including a, in future rounds, will result in a score awarded to the offensive team.
1: This is wild. I'm actually very excited to watch this. Other game.
0: rule changes, and this will wrap up the rule segment for the XFL. Only one foot inbounds required for successful catch, so I went to college rules on Kay. that. A running game clock outside of the game's final two minutes.
1: Okay, I like that too.
0: 25-second play clock begins rolling once the ball is spotted by the dedicated ball-spotting official. Okay. Two timeouts per half. <laughs> a 10-minute halftime. Coach to like player this. communication devices in the helmets of all offensive skill position players, audio of which will be made available to broadcasters. So that sounds like they're mic'd up. Yeah. Which that I, I think mic'd up's the new thing. I think hearing players banter with each other on the field, that's that's kind of the new thing. New No coaches challenges. All reviews come from the replay official. I like that. I, I don't like that. Why? Re- officials miss a lot of things. In the championship game, been... was it Clyde Edwards-Hiller touched the white line out of bounds and they didn't call it?
1: I mean, officials miss it. They are humans.
0: Linemen are allowed to be three yards from the line of scrimmage before being flagged for an illegal man downfield okay. compared to the NFL's one-yard line. Or one year rule.
1: So they're really going on the on the fact of let's get people involved. Let's have them watch this. Yeah, more, they're just going. Is,
0: they're going crazy. This with is these
1: definitely user friendly, and I like it. Definitely a step that I think the NFL might need to take in the near future. Because watching these games, and I get, I get, you want to make the calls right, like you're talking about with that play from the championship well, exactly. game. I get you want to get it right. I get that. But when you have to review almost every other play, and it just. Destroys the flow of the game. Yeah, that does. It, it, I don't know about you, but it makes me like, why? I
0: want to like, know how the pass interference is going to work in this league, because <laughs> it's already an issue in the NFL.
1: I mean, it's, oh, it always will be an issue. I just, I just don't like how the NFL they have to review literally everything. Yeah. Like it, if you okay, if some of these calls you can go off the refs' judgment. Like it, anyone can see that was that or whatever they're calling it. Yep. But in this, they're definitely going to the fact of hey, we're speeding up gameplay and. We're going to make it more fan friendly, which I really enjoy. Instead of the 10 reviews per five plays, it takes 20 minutes to play maybe five plays. Well, I think that's the intention of the
0: running game clock. Yeah. So I wonder, I doubt there's going to be much for commercial breaks then.
1: I hope not. Especially hope they if they just, only get two timeouts, per it'll be half. It's just entertainment, too. people getting blown up.
0: Yeah. But you know what's not entertainment, Trav? The not Minnesota the wild. Hockey Wild. They're said, again back in the center division cellar. They're sixth worth. They're the sixth worst team in the NHL. They have 46 total points. I think the Detroit Red Wings have somewhere around, I don't know, 30, 29 points. I just really hope they decide, all right, we need to tank. We're going to go try for our top pick of Alexis Lafreniere.
1: Alexis Lafreniere, he's the pick. He is the pick, but the Wild aren't going to get him. The Red Wings or the uh, Devils will get him.
0: If the devils get them, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs>
1: They're gonna be good.
0: Three first overall picks in the past four years.
1: But yeah uh,
0: Talk about hockey. The
1: odds. wild they, they just need to like yeah, like you said, tank because they can't finish middle of the pack again. They need to get a top ten pick.
0: No, they need badly a top ten pick. They can't get these they need elite players. They need a game breaker. Kirill Kaprizov's only one person.
1: He's coming he's coming though.
0: The next year, coming. Next year, I'm excited for next year already. Oh yeah. But did you hear what Bruce Boudreau did the other day?
1: Yeah, I heard he left. Uh, so Greg Padron was supposed to start the game. I didn't even know
0: he was still on the team. And I thought and he was. Bruce cut. Boudreau
1: left him on the healthy scratch list, so he wasn't able to play. How do you do that? I,
0: it's just a gaff, and so I, they played with five defensemen and. Nice. Well, they have thirteen forwards or something like so that. So instead,
1: Ryan Seward had to play thirty minutes instead of his twenty. And not, he's
0: not even healthy. Same with. Jared Spurgeon, just this not, team not just fully healthy. They just need to give up every game. Yeah, so far the, this year. the funniest part, though, was Ryan Donato is eating a burger in the weight room working out. And then one of the assistant coaches comes up and says, Hey, you got to dress. You're playing. You're, you're not a healthy scratch. So he didn't even get to play a shift until there's two minutes and nine seconds left in the second period. But he got dressed in 11 minutes.
1: <sighs> this team, man.
0: Just a laughingstock. Yeah.
1: <sighs> But Trav, know, let's I just
0: wrap so. us up here with some UFC because I don't even want to talk about the Wildermore. All I do yeah, is complain they, they about them. They bring my
1: mood down. They're, I like that, Greg. Now there
0: is a roller coaster for a Minnesota sports team.
1: Yeah, well, since we're center on a bad note. Uh, Greg won the last UFC edition.
0: Two and oh, 2 and O, oh, two and I oh.
1: I don't know. I don't know what to say.
0: But I'm just better than you, and I know absolutely nothing. Bring
1: the spirits up. Conor McGregor is coming back this weekend. The fight on UFC well, 246. Are
0: you going to watch it at our place or are you going to go somewhere else? I'm
1: going to go somewhere else to watch it.
0: Oh, uh, you're not going to watch it with your own over, roommate? You're not like you're going to invite me. I'm, you know what? I'm just going to have a play day over. with my other buddies.
1: Okay. Whatever, Greg.
0: You don't like but me? I do. You only, you only live with me just because I help pay rent. No.
1: <laughs> okay. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, McGregor's coming back. fighting Donald Cowboy Cerrone. I think it's be a tough matchup for Conor, to be honest with you.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I love when Conor McGregor's mouth gets shut up. Oh, but... He uh, talks a lot. I like him, but he's just a jibber-jabber. This fight... He's tra- he talks trash and, yeah.
1: If you all know, from the McGregor that all of us know, he's used to fighting at 155. That's when he was at, really, his peak performance in 2016. This fight's at welterweight for Connor against Cowboy, and I really think... I don't... If you he look, jump
0: up to 175? He's
1: 170 for this 170. fight. And if, I, if you look at it, when you match up, Conor McGregor and Cowboy Cerrone, it's like, what advantages does Conor have over Cowboy at 170? The only one I can think of is that boxing, that's the only thing Conor really has over Cowboy in this fight. I mean, if you look at Cowboy as an overall like martial artist, I think he's a better martial artist overall than Conor is. Only thing, Another thing I can really think of is that Conor's a fast starter and Cowboy oh, yeah. is really not a fast starter. So it's look two his, polar
0: opposite fighters. Yeah.
1: Really. So, I mean... If this fight goes to the ground, I think Connor's gonna have a hard time. But I really, I really think Cowboy's really gonna bring, give the people what they want. They a stand up fight. But hey, man, Connor needs this win.
0: So, is there any other big fights this weekend?
1: Uh, I mean, for this, in my opinion, this card's really not that good. Not that good. But
0: I mean, so you don't want to make any? I'll picks make some on predictions. Here? You'll make some, picks on here? some you Just
1: want to do like, the first three fights. I'll
0: well, just do the three biggest fights. so in my opinion. McGregor Cowboy fights obviously the main yep, card.
1: Yep, and then the. A co-main event, which is Holly Holm versus Raquel Pennington.
0: Okay. I haven't heard Holly Holm's name in a while. Definitely yeah. don't know anything about Raquel Pennington.
1: And then the next biggest fight, I think, in my opinion, would be Anthony Showtime Pettis versus Carlos Diego Ferreira. Ooh. He's he's also an up-and-coming guy who's really, he's been hot lately. Yeah, I think he's like on an eight-fight, one-streak or something like that. He's been really hot. Really yeah. hot lately. Pettis
0: doing pretty good. Against Steven Thompson and, and knocked him out
1: with a two-man punch. But you ready to make some predictions, Greg?
0: Yeah, let's go. Okay, let's make these picks so I can be three and zero. Oh.
1: Three and zero, oh, whatever,
0: dude. All right. All
1: right, James, you want in or are you good? Nope. Hit.
0: <laughs> James doesn't want the smoke for me. <laughs> whatever, Greg.
1: All right. So the first fight, Connor versus Cowboy. All right. What do you got, Greg?
0: I got Cowboy on this one.
1: Really? Okay.
0: They're gonna. The only thing I don't know is if they're going to go the distance or not.
1: Yeah. That's Conor McGregor
0: is notorious for being horrible in the later rounds. I like mean, like against, you said, he starts off fast. He throws a bunch of punches, but he has no I mean, at.
1: I mean, when you fight a guy like Khabib in his last fight, like you're going to get smothered. You're going to get gassed. Oh, yeah. That just happens when you're on your back. Khabib was a
0: punching bag. He took everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... When you're fighting Khabib, you're going to get gassed. When you're just getting suffocated the entire match, it's tough to have a gas yeah, tank.
0: Yeah, that is true. I mean, you so, had a
1: gas tank against Nate Diaz both times he fought him. So.
0: Is this a five-round?
1: This will be a five-round fight, yes.
0: Cowboy in four rounds, four submission.
1: That's actually not a bad pick. Fourth round, sub. What do you got? I'm going to go with Conor McGregor.
0: So he's going to walk
1: the walk. Connor, first round knockout. Connor needs this win, man. Connor needs this win.
0: For an extra bonus point, being you're behind two points on me, what kind? Is it going to be a punch or a kick that's going to knock him out? It's left hand. Left hand hook. Left hand. Just Superman punch his forehead, just knock him out.
1: I think he just clips him with the left. Connor needs this fight. So if
0: you get the left part right, I'll give you an extra point.
1: Yeah, he needs this fight more than anything because, especially if he wants to go back to where he was. And if you look at Connor, is like a two-chaptered fighter, kind of like a Randy Couture, where he came back from injuries, kind of came back and re-read his career mm-hmm. at being a dominant heavyweight, like Randy Couture was. I think Connor needs this fight to really start his second chapter yeah, and get back to where he was in 2016. In 2016, he was on top of the world. Yeah, but like, see, no one could touch him.
0: He's on this roller coaster for a career arc right now, and he's definitely on the down. Like,
1: if he loses this fight, he's... Basically turns into a celebrity fighter where, yeah. like, you just fight he'll
0: just, him. He'll go take the money with yeah. You Floyd just him. In their rematch. Yeah, you
1: fight him until all of his worth is squeezed out of him, and then you just push yep. him aside. Yep. Not that, the Dominic Conner we saw in 2016 where he's knocking that guys out. That pony show
0: is coming to an end, huh, Traf? If he wins
1: this fight, he's going Sizzler. But, I mean, if he loses this fight, he turns into the next Rock Lesnar where you just want to see him fight. You don't he'll, really care he'll go
0: about. to the WWE if he loses this fight. I
1: mean, he might he might just fight Pacquiao. You never know what he's going to do. He's a yeah. businessman. Makes he's a lot of psych- money.
0: He's psycho. No one knows. But, but how about Holly Holm? and Raquel Pennington. Holly
1: Holm versus Raquel Pennington. Uh, what do you got, Greg?
0: Um, Holly Holm. I'm going to take her. I I'm pick. assuming this is a three-round. Yep. Uh, yeah, yep. I'll give her a second round knockout. Second round. I don't think... I, I don't know much Raquel Pennington, but I don't think it's going to be... My second guess would be a split decision, but I I don't know. Okay, I, I think it's going to be a TKO. Really? It's going to be technical knockout. Kay.
1: I'm gonna go Holly as well. I'm gonna go third. I'm gonna go to unanimous decision.
0: Unanimous. Yeah.
1: I mean, in this division, bantamweight for Holly, it's really a stepping stone for her to get another shot at Amanda Nunes. But if you look at Amanda Nunes, there's really nobody for her to fight anymore because she just walked the table.
0: <laughs> she, yeah, the, well, the women's division there's UFC, it's, there's not a whole lot of fight. prolific fighters. I do want to see Ronda Rousey make a comeback though. Yeah, she'll never make a comeback.
1: All right, and then we got Anthony Showtime Pettis versus Carlos Figueroa.
0: All right. Um, This was his last fight? I think Showtime's going to win this one. Okay. This is a five-rounder, too?
1: Nope. This is a three-rounder. This is a
0: three-rounder? Yep. Uh, Split decision, Showtime. Really? Yep.
1: Since I need points, and so you got, what do you have, Showtime? Sorry.
0: Showtime and a split.
1: Split, Okay. Since I need points...
0: Yeah, you do. Down two. And
1: I think this guy's like an eight-fight winning streak. I remember hearing about him. I think I'm going to I'm gonna go with Carlos Diego Ferreira for... I'm going to go split decision. Okay. Split decision. Okay. It's so, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. No, not a bad pick. I'm excited for these fights. I wish the card was more stacked, but...
0: Not everyone. We got can Conor
1: be. McGregor, it basically sells the card itself. Yeah.
0: He so. doesn't need to put his name on anything. Yeah. So. But
1: thanks, everyone, for uh, tuning in to season four, episode one of Calling an Audible. You can catch us debating, laughing, and having fun all season long with our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. You can also follow us on Twitter at Call Pod for updates, as well as links to full episodes. For my co host Greg and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again on our next episode.
0: Calling an Audible is made possible through the assistance of the University of Minnesota Crookston Media Services Department and executive producer James Pogachnik. The views expressed on Calling an Audible are not necessarily the views of the University of Minnesota Crookston or its affiliates.